What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the In-Situ Collective podcast. My name is Jack Graham. And I'm Mac Rikers. And on today's episode, we're going to go over the biggest mistakes we see people making on their health and fitness journey. And this isn't just people starting out. This is people that have been exercising for a while and maybe have hit a plateau and want to start getting better results. So there is something in this episode for everybody. So make sure you've got your pen and paper there, ready to rock and roll. And let's get into the episode. So Mac and I wanted to do this episode because obviously it's the start of the year. Everybody's getting into it or getting back into it. And just, we feel like these things aren't just your run of the mill, like, you know, do five reps instead of 10 reps. We're gonna dive a little bit deeper into things we see people making mistakes with. Um, and we're gonna have different ones, as in health, food for max one. Nutrition. Nutrition <laughs> as well as getting out there. <laughs> and exercise from like my point of view, what people make mistakes in doing with exercise and all that sort of stuff. But where I really want to start was with goal setting or having the right mindset before people dive into it. Because I feel like we both see this a lot, especially with new clients coming in and they've got these goals of, I want to lose these, this 10 kilos by this date. But when you dive into it, their goals are completely different. So I just wanted to start the show off by making sure that yeah, going into this episode with the right mindset and going into your future goals with the mind, right mindset. I feel like a lot of people will set goals and not really think too deeply about it. Yeah, especially this time of year, I feel like the word resolution is more what people are focusing on rather mm. than their own achievable goals, I guess, especially because a lot of other people that they see post their goals and resolutions and their an outcome based goal or mm. like a visual based goal so I feel like a lot of people especially starting out in health and fitness assume that that is what your goal has to be focused around yeah like a visual outcome based goal yeah when that's definitely not the case no and I definitely recommend you sit down and actually write it out but I really want you to try and think about the health based benefits before the I want to lose 10 kilos or that yeah. sort of stuff or I want to lift this much or run, want to run this fast because we've said this in previous shows you focus on the health and results follow and it's just a little bit of different things in between to that you have to tweak to get your goals but focusing on health and your wellness and your well-being is going to get you rise up longer lasting results and faster than just going and trying to lose 10 kilos and drop those the numbers on the scales. Yeah, for sure. One um, strategy that I use that I feel like works well, as in if you're going to go down the road of writing your goal down, is I ask clients the question why five times. So say their goal is I want to lose 10 kilos and I say why. And they'll say because I want to look good or be confident. And I'll be like, why do you want to be confident? And then they'll say because I feel like I'll be able to do more things or I'll start this new hobby that I've been wanting to do. And I'll be like, well, why do you want to start that hobby? And they'll be like, because it'll make me happy. So ultimately what they're looking for is happiness, yeah. I suppose. So if you can ask yourself why five times and then ask yourself why to your response, then you'll get down to what is actually more important than the weight, yeah. I suppose. So and that's a really good strategy to start with. 
I can't recommend that enough. And do five whys. Don't just go, oh, one, two, and then the second why is, you know, you're starting to dive deeper into your emotions and that'll do. Yeah. Dive right into your emotions and sort of talk about it with yourself and write it out. Yeah. I think that's a great strategy to start with. And again, that's sort of why I wanted to sort of start with that because a lot of people don't even do that. They no. just like 10 kilos, that's what my goal is, I'm doing that. And then they're just off buying all this fruit and veg and going to the gym five times a week and then next week all the fruit and veg is in the bottom of the fridge and they're not going to the gym anymore. Yeah, and losing, like having a number as a goal, say, is not as motivating mm. as having like a deep reason like mm. I need to be healthy for my family or yeah. for happy for myself or whatever. So it's a lo- also it's going to help a lot with motivation. Yeah, when you feel don't feel like eating the right things or doing the right things, that motivation comes in very handy. Yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like this the biggest mistake that I see, other than like finding the real why, is people getting rid of everything that they love, <laughs> essentially. So like if they love... I don't know, Netflix and chilling on the weekends, they can no longer do that because they're a healthy person and they have to hike Mm. now. If they love chocolate after dinner, get rid of that because it's going to make you fat. Like, I feel like that is the worst way for you to rebound, like, really hard. If you just decide from the 1st of February I'm cutting out all of my favourite foods, anything with sugar in it, anything that comes in a packet. I mean, in an ideal world, that would be great, but no one, humans can't do that. Mm. Not unless it's your job or your, like, career depends on it, I suppose. Um, And in restricting yourself, it's not fun. You make a bad relationship with whatever food or hobbies you are taking away from yourself. Um, And food is meant to be enjoyable, not, like, good and bad, Mm. I suppose. And I feel like having the foods that you think are bad, should like you shouldn't get rid of them, but you need to work on the relationship with them rather than just saying they're bad, I can never eat them again. Whereas they should be just sometimes foods. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> it's funny how that's just become what you have to do to get results, especially like in the kitchen, you, you get you know, you hear people cleaning out their fridge and the cupboards, they're throwing out all the bad food, they go to the shops, buy all this food they never eat. Yeah. So what would, do you see would be a good fix for that? I would say to start by filling your trolley or basket with the, like, fruits and vegetables and meats and the healthier stuff first, like, and so I'm starting at the very start, say, starting at the supermarket. Mm. Um, Avoid going down the aisles, but get something that you know you're going to enjoy like after dinner so when you do get like that sweet craving that you know you're going to get because we all get it you still have something in the house just maybe a better option so if you usually like I don't know top deck chocolate just get plain dark chocolate or a smaller block of it so then you are more inclined to have a like less of a serving size when you do have it but you're not getting rid of it you can still enjoy it so instead of having ice cream cookies crushed on top ice magic just yeah. go for maybe cookies Just only. cookies, just one. Just, yeah. And I feel like if you get rid of it, then you're just going to be like, okay, who wants to do a Macca's run and get a sundae, you know? Yeah. Completely. Or the next time you go to the shops, you're like, oh, man, I miss chocolate so much, and you buy six blocks. And Whereas if you just have it, allow yourself to have it, but control how much you have, then you're never really going to get that 
deprived feeling, mm. like being healthy isn't worth it because I can't have the foods that I like. Yeah, you can have like one cookie every day yeah. and then when it gets to the weekend, you might still have just one a day where if you deprive yourself for one or two weeks, you're going to get to that weekend and have five packets. For the two days straight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's funny how people cut out so much in the kitchen, but then like when they're starting out and or you know, trying to get better results and that sort of stuff, they cut out all this stuff in the kitchen but then they add all this stuff into the gym, yeah. as in they go all in on the gym and all out on the food. Yeah, 100%. And I feel like that that is probably the biggest mistake I see people making um, when they just jump straight into everything and they add everything impossible and they're, they're already starving because they're not eating much and then they're over-exercising, so they're going to be even hungrier, which means you're going to end up... Um, not getting the results that you want. Yeah, and being unhappy and end up just falling off the wagon and, you know, Going not wanting to do to it. your old ways, yeah. So, yeah, you know, like Max said, do all the things that she said, just make better options with food. And then when it comes into exercise, don't go crazy. You don't have to do five days a week when you're first starting out. If you're going from nothing to something, one or two days a week is enough. Huge, really. Yeah. And if you're doing five days a week and you're not getting results, cut back to two or three days a week and see what happens. Like, mix it up a bit. You don't have to be doing five days a week to do to get results. You can be doing minimal. And again, that comes into the program and all that sort of stuff you, where, that you're doing. We're not getting into that in this episode. But I want you to think of it this way. If you start off and you add everything impossible and your body adapts to it, you get the results, you're gonna plateau because you know that's what your body does. It adapts to the stress you're putting in. But if you've thrown everything possible at it, you can't add any more to it. So where do you go from there? Yeah, So and it's only the beginning and you've already hit a wall. Yeah, so if you add in the minimal required amount to get results and your body adapts to that, then you can add a little bit more. Yeah, then you have you, somewhere to go. So you can keep progressing and keep getting results and better and better results rather than getting all the results and then having nowhere else to go because your body will adapt yeah. and start putting weight back on or body fat back on. Um, it's funny how people go so hard at the start with exercise and generally I feel they simultaneously for some reason are very inclined to cut out carbs. <laughs> it's like, let's start exercising five days a week. I don't know how many times I've heard carbs are bad. Why yeah, are they bad? <laughs> but I can't, I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm gonna exercise every day this week and I'm not gonna have any carbs. Yeah. And it's just like, especially if they're starting with high intensity exercise, which I feel like a lot of people do, right? Yeah. It's like the most important fuel source that your body needs at that time. Even weightlifting, you need carbohydrates. Yeah, true. But it's just like, it's just, carbs are good and they affect your, obviously the energy, the amount of effort you're going to be able to put into your exercises and mm. work and cooking and everything. And also your mood. So if you're not eating enough carbs and you're exercising five days a week, you're going to get shitty. Yeah. And then if you're shitty and you have no energy and you're tired, then you're going to make even worse food choices. Yeah. Really. So it's just like, it all just piles up together. Mm. I feel like you got to sort of say all carbs aren't created equal. Because generally when people think of carbohydrates, they're thinking of chips. Yeah, true. All, the bad, all this bad stuff where there's a lot of good carbohydrates you can be eating to help 
you get results. Like Max said, it's going to put you in a, in a good mood. It's going to give you enough energy. You're going to have more energy for your workouts, which means you're going to get better results. Yeah. So, yeah, I, f I find it strange that people just demonise carbs, but demonise the... The wrong kind. Yeah, the wrong kind. Literally. There is some carbs you can eat all the time, some <clears throat> of the time, and not often. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like a spectrum, you know? You can't just say... They're all bad or they're all good because no food is all bad or all good. Yeah. And it, like it says, like it comes back to the first one you brought up, just, you know, making a bit better carb choices. Yeah. Still have those bad ones in there occasionally, but not often. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that does sort of lead us straight into training. So people will cut out carbs and then do high intensity interval training. Yeah. And that is all carb based. So well, pretty much to a certain extent, I'm putting a very generalization on it, but um, everybody's different in this sort of circumstance. But generally when you're doing that sort of stuff, you need carbohydrates to fuel you for the workout. And if you haven't got those carbs there, then your workout's kind of useless and you're not really, you're working hard, you're putting yourself through all this punishment for no reason. And um, the biggest mistake I see is people doing cardio or high intensity interval training before they actually do resistance training and building a base. Um, I've said this several times and I'm going to say it again, resistance training is the foundation you should be doing before you do anything else. That includes running as well. People tend to just go out and start running and doing cardio. Um, resistance training just helps your muscles get stronger, which means your joints are going to be stronger, your ligaments are going to be stronger, so you're not going to get injured, you're going to feel better when you do the exercises. And your body can't adapt to it as quickly as running. So, for example, our bodies are designed to adapt to running and moving all day. That's what we've been doing for thousands of years. So if you go from not doing much and then go to running, your body can adapt to it pretty quick. And again, it's going to stop getting results. You're going to plateau. Where if you have resistance training there, what do you do? Keep adding weight. Yeah, keep changing it. And keep changing your program. Your body can't adapt, so you're going to get those results and your body's going to change to get results. So make sure resistance is probably the biggest part of your training, not the smallest part, Yeah. which a lot of people do because they think it's going to bulk them up and all that sort of stuff. But as you know, if you've been listening to this show, you're not going to bulk up lifting weights unless you're in a calorie surplus. And it is hard <coughs> work to bulk up. For women, I can't stress this enough. Women, so hard. it's very hard for women to put on muscle mass. Um, even in a calorie surplus, doing all the right things, a perfect program, it's still very hard for women to put on muscle mass. Men, it's a lot easier, but still takes a lot of work and a lot of dedication to put on muscle mass for guys. Um, so yeah, don't be scared of resistance training. Think of it more like your insurance for your health and wellness. So if you, the more resistance training you do, the more other exercises and sports and longer you can do all this stuff for, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of people, when they do start exercising and they do start doing resistance training, neglect their protein intake. Mm. Um, yes. Like I feel like they might start drinking protein shakes and stuff because that's just what you do when you start going to the yeah. gym, you know? What protein shake do I need? Yeah, but they don't consider like the animal sources of protein, I guess, first. And if you are trying to build muscle or just strength even, like it is very, very important that you 
focus on your protein. I would say if you don't necessarily want to count your calories or anything like that, just focusing on getting more protein in your diet is just going to make a difference because one, it'll help you build muscle, recover faster from your workout so you feel good to give it your all in the next workout. Um, it will give you more energy. It will keep you fuller for longer. If you fill your plate with protein, as we've said many times before also, there's less room for other things that mm. maybe aren't as nutritious, like potato gems or whatever. Cookies. Cookies. <laughs> I don't know if you have them with meat, but yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so I feel like one thing that I people do forget about is concentrating on protein. Like it's one simple thing you can start with in your nutrition and it will just automatically have like a domino effect on everything around it because it is so filling and satiating so you don't need like dessert and stuff mm. generally after a meal if you're having more protein because it's going to make you feel full and yeah. for a while. And studies, a lot of studies have shown that when people enter a um, weight loss journey, when you lose a kilo, half of that usually comes from muscle mass unless you are focusing on protein and conserving muscle. And you really want to conserve that muscle because um, during the day when you're moving around, your muscle actually uses fat as fuel. And that's when you're going to start losing the body fat and looking a bit better, feeling a bit better, not getting as sick because you're not carrying as much you know, visceral fat and all that sort of stuff because your muscles need that as fuel. And the more muscle mass you have, and I'm not talking about bulking up. You could mm. have the same size muscle, but it could have a thousand um, cells in it, or it could have ten thousand. So ten thousand cells is obviously going to use a lot more fuel, which is fat, which is means you're just going to be healthier all around. So you really want to focus on conserving muscle mass when you're losing weight, and to do that, you need to focus on your protein. Yeah, simple. <clears throat> um, I like I still got one or two more points I sort of wanted to bring up. And the main one is, I feel like it goes back to the first um, one we're talking about, like weight, um, goal setting and all that sort of stuff. And it's just comparing your results to others. I feel like we've spoken about this quite a lot and this is our whole thing, especially what we do with all our clients. Everybody's journey is individual. Yeah. You can't go, well, this worked for somebody else. I'm going to do keto because it worked for them. Your body might not use ketones like their body used it yeah and you might be more you might need more carbohydrates than they do and you just never know um but i feel like the um what do you call them tips that we or mistakes we've just gone over everybody can pretty much implement those in a certain way and start getting better results but when it comes to you know comparing yourself to others just focus on your own journey and your own results from what you've already set at the start when you thought about your whys and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and I feel like it's much more motivating and inspirational and everything like that to focus on your own results than other people. Even I go through phases where I like see other people in the gym, I'm like, how are they so much stronger than me? Like we do the same thing and mm. blah, blah, blah. But then like I look back at three months or six months ago and how much I've changed like physically, mentally, strength-wise in the gym, like everything. It's just, I feel like a lot of us forget to reflect when we start. Like we do all this stuff to try and be a better person and we forget to recognize how much we've already changed since the beginning Yeah. and how much of a better person we have already become. And there's just like, there's always going to be 
room for improvement. You're always going to want something else that you don't have. Someone else's body's always going to look better. Someone else is always going to be stronger. So I guess... In, enjoy the process. Yeah. It's, in, there's, no matter how much weight you lose or how much muscle you build, you're never going to be finished. No yeah. one ever finishes. Yeah. And if you fall in love with the process of, you know, eating the right foods, cooking the right foods, you know, preparing it, you know, nourishing your body, going to the gym, actually enjoying the workouts you're doing and, you know, fall in love with all that, you're not going to want to stop doing it. And it's what you need to continue doing it. And if you're constantly focused on the external factors of what everybody else is doing, you're not going to really enjoy it as much. So it's a lot harder to keep going as well then. Yeah because you get disheartened by everybody else around you and sometimes those results might come from, you know, enhancing themselves in some way for yeah. through pharmaceuticals and that sort of stuff. So you, you just, just never know as yeah, well. Yeah, you just never know. Uh, my last point that I wanted to bring up is, I guess, ditching the all or nothing mindset. So I feel like that goes pretty closely with what we were just comparing about others. Like if I can't have their body, then I don't want to exercise or I don't want to strive for that at all sort of thing. I guess I feel like a lot of people, I feel like this sums up the whole thing we've been talking about, but they do just go exercise five days a week from zero. They get rid of all of their food, favorite foods and eat just vegetables and then they burn out. And I just can't stress enough that it's so much more beneficial for you to be giving 20% effort or thought or change into your health and fitness all the time rather than giving a hundred percent five days a week and then zero for the next seven days you know so it's it's definitely more beneficial and you're definitely gonna get even the smallest results from just consistently giving like 20 or 50 percent over a longer period of time than giving a hundred percent on and off like hot and cold yep for sure yeah um, I couldn't agree with that more. I, every time I see somebody jumping straight in, whether I see them like a friend on social media and they're posting all about it or, you know, I know them in person and they've jumped all in, changing everything, going to the gym, I'm like, okay, it's only a matter of time before they crash and burn. But then you see the other people that just start adding in little things and it might just be going and playing a sport with some other friends and yeah. that's all they change. So two nights a week and they do, go do that. And then all of a sudden they want to do a bit more because they're starting to see some results because they're they moving a bit more. They feel good, yeah. And just slowly added, adding it in and finding it what they enjoy along the way. Yeah. Instead of thinking they know what they're going to enjoy and thinking that that's going to get them resu- results they want. And I feel like the adding it in like bit by bit allows it to integrate into your life and you feel a lot more comfortable with changing because it is hard to change. And the people around you, I feel, are a lot more supportive because it's not like you just woke up one day and you're like, I'm a health freak now, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it just feels more natural that way. 100%. Awesome. Thank you all for tuning in. If you've lasted this song, obviously you've enjoyed it. So what I want you to do is help us out and make sure you hit subscribe or follow wherever you're listening. And take a screenshot, share it on social media, tag us. You'll tag me at Jack underscore in situ and... I'm at Mac underscore in situ. And we'll give you some love back and share it around. It helps us reach more people, helps this podcast grow, which is what we're trying to do so we can help more people on their health and fitness journey. And if you're looking for something for free or you want some more resources or just 
want to have a chat, you can either download something at our, face, uh, our Facebook, <laughs> on our website, insitucollective.com slash free. And if you want to chat to us, head over to the Discovery page and fill out your details and we'll get in contact and have a chat and see how we can help you on your health and fitness journey. Yeah, talk to you then. Awesome. See you.